welcome to the Voted Least Likely podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur after spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself. I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. So I wanted to jump right in with this first episode. I don't have the exact documentation for it, but I am a failure expert. Honestly, it is the thing I am best at, not to toot my own horn or anything, but when I fail, I fail spectacularly. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to dive right into failure, why it's so important, and how you too can start racking up those failures like a pro. So first off, I'll give you a little context. So a couple years ago, I was failing at everything in my business. I own a jewelry business, and there was a time where every single thing that I launched pitched or tried 100% flopped. It was obviously a very stressful time. I couldn't seem to make anything work and I couldn't get anybody to believe in my brand. So I had this thought, you know that saying, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Well, the opposite of that popped into my head. If I am destined to fail at everything, what would I do anyways? And honestly, it was this thought that changed my life. And it was this thought that sparked the idea for the podcast. Starting a podcast, sharing my voice, my story, that sounds like something I could expertly fail at. <laughs> and it was something, honestly, that I was willing to try. I mean, I'd failed at everything else, so why not try that too? So that brings us to our first tip, why failing is important. So Tom Bilyeu, if you guys have heard of him, he is a thought leader and a personal hero of mine. He has the podcast called Impact Theory, and his quote is, failure is the most data-rich information source you will ever encounter during your time on this earth. I resonate with this quote so much because so often we are unwilling to look stupid, to embarrass ourselves, and to be vulnerable. But as soon as we are willing to do that, only then can you change and grow because all of a sudden you're open to it. So to be good at something, you have to be very, very bad at it first, but you have to be willing to be bad at it first. And the more you try things and fail at them, the easier it gets. Seriously, this is coming from an expert. You learn to bounce back quicker, which is resiliency, and you become more open-minded. You start to see opportunities that you may have missed before. And honestly, it takes the pressure off. We all want to start something and be naturally great at it. But if we accept that we are going to suck for a while, it's a lot less pressure. So when it comes to gathering failures, which in turn just means gathering data, skills, and self-awareness, you just have to start. Okay, so that leads us into our second tip, how to face the fear of failing. So this is very important. 
and you're not going to like it. But it starts with mindset. We have to change how we view failure. When you fail, you have failed. You are not a failure. You have to take the shame off of it. I think so many of us are taught that failure is shameful and deeply personal, but you are not your failures. Even if you're a a proud collector like I am, I am not my failures and you are not your failures. So to help change your mindset, this is what I suggest. Imagine your worst case scenario if you fail. So I'll take myself as an example. For me, it was starting this podcast. That's terrifying to me. My biggest fear is that I'm going to be judged so harshly. I'm going to get hateful comments. I'm going to damage my existing business and my brand. I'm going to embarrass my partner. My friends will stop talking to me. Every time I leave the house, people are going to point and laugh. That's ridiculous, right? And it's also a little bit self-involved. So let's look closer at it because most people aren't thinking of you. And I likely won't even know about the people who have judged me that harshly because they probably stopped listening two minutes in this episode. And for embarrassing my partner, I mean, he stuck with me (laughs) up till this point and I've done some really dumb stuff in the past and launched some really bad ideas. So I don't know. I I don't think this is going to be the breaking point. And honestly, being pointed and laughed at, again, nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody's watching and nobody's going to do that. So once you say it out loud, all of that stuff sounds really, really silly. But so often our fears are inside our heads and they, they do sound silly once they get outside, but inside they feel real. So think of it this way. Your brain is in total darkness. And as soon as you put your thoughts onto paper in the real world, it's like turning the lights on and seeing that there's no monster under the bed. This show is sponsored by our very own company, Leah Yard Designs. Leah Yard Designs is a jewelry brand in Vancouver, Canada that specializes in unique, semi-precious pieces. The designs are meant to be mixed and matched to celebrate the wearer. We love fashion juxtapositions, which is why you will usually find me in ripped jeans and a ton of gold jewelry. Our goal is to add glamour to every day. Our most popular design is our Zodiac necklace, which was created to celebrate what makes you uniquely you. 5% of all profits in the jewelry collection are donated to the DEWC, a local charity that helps vulnerable women in Vancouver's downtown east side. You can learn more and shop the full collection at www.leayarddesigns.com. So by addressing the fears you have in your head, you can actually look at them and kind of judge how unlikely they actually are. So that brings us to our final tip, how to course correct failures. So I am a very all or nothing person. When I try something, I go all in. I have no medium setting, it's it's all or nothing. So I love this quality, but it obviously has its downsides. So about five years ago, I was pitching my brand, my jewelry brand, to buyers um, to break into the wholesale market. This was a, a huge step in my business. It was a really important step. And I did this on my own for about two years straight, full out. I would do a ton of research on the store. I would know the store owner's dog's name and where they went on vacation and just craft these very personal pitches. And I would follow up and I would either get no response or a hard no. 
And for those two years, I was constantly rejected. We were talking thousands of rejections. So this is where it gets tricky because failure is really hard to recognize. We have to be willing to try something and go, f- and go full tilt, but we have to be able to recognize when it's not working and when it is a failure and when we need to adjust and course correct. So I had all of the data that was available to me, but I wasn't course correcting. I just kept doing the same thing over and over and over. And I was scared to ask for feedback. And then the feedback I did get, I didn't take sort of to heart or I didn't um, use that to my advantage, which is such a shame because I was, some people were willing to tell me what I was doing wrong and I wasn't willing to listen. So at that time, the data was my products were not good enough. My pitch was not good enough and my catalog wasn't great but I kept on pushing those same things. And again, I am relentless. It is a great quality, but there is such a fine line between being laser focused and also being willing to take in the cues and information to teach you how to be better. So what I wish I had done and what I would suggest to you is before you take something on that you are willing to fail at, have a goal, have a general timeline, create checkpoints for yourself. So you're regularly checking in to see if there is progress and progress does not mean success. Progress is just any data you have collected. So did you learn a new acronym in your field? Did you learn that when you practice clarinet, you're better at it in the morning than you are at night? Um, All of these little things are just little trackers and little points of progress that all add up and help us get better. So whatever it is for you, track your progress. And if you got a no, did they give you a reason? And if they didn't, be willing to ask, be willing to fail, be willing to hear, no, you failed at that. And then dive deeper into it, learn everything you can and absorb everything you can. And again, it isn't personal. Creating a failure, having a failure is not the same as being a failure. So do it with humility and openness. Don't take it personally. You are not the failure. You are a failure collector. So go do the thing. If you are destined to fail at everything, what would you do anyways? I can't wait to see what you create. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can, judge less, less often, and never ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.